0: Hola, and welcome to Amigas About Friends, a podcast where two best friends talk about their favorite group of friends. Friends! This podcast is intended for a mature audience, and listener discretion is advised.
1: Oh, so he'll be gone for a while, mm-hmm. as per <laughs> usual.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, we're recording. Yay. Hola. Hola. <laughs> How are you? I am tired. How are you? Also tired. I've had like no energy the last three days. Like I could probably spend the entire day laying down. Um, I'm not sure why. It's probably hormonal because it is around that time. But yeah, I'm like super, super drained for some reason.
0: Mm, it must be the moon. Or the alignment of the planets, supposedly
1: they're lining up today to create oh, yeah, the Christmas maybe. star. That's know. right. It is December 21st. It
0: is today December 21st. That we're
1: recording this.
0: 2020 yeah. Christmas star. I haven't gone outside. Oh, I need my space heater. It's cold today, huh? I heard you can't really see it. Oh, well, and that's really stupid.
1: cold. Yeah, I saw like a video on Facebook, but from like, like astronauts, you know? and you can see like the planets and stuff but all the comments I haven't gone outside to check myself but all the comments said you can't see that from California and then I was like oh I guess I won't be going outside (laughs) why waste my precious energy that I don't have (laughs) yeah don't have any
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right well our mental health uh start with our mental health
1: check-in how are you doing other than tired uh eh, it's up and down i you know i've been very irritable with because you know how attractive we are Mm -hmm. and you know (laughs) and you know that sometimes when we post like a selfie or like an instagram story like men will be like hey girl like usually i just kind of like like i like to receive those types of messages not that i participate you know i'm just like thank you you know like Mm -hmm. and i heart it or whatever i don't know why I've just been so irritated when people reply, (laughs) no, not people, (laughs) men, when men reply to my story. Just leave me alone. (laughs) I know. Okay. You're like, I didn't post it for you. No, I didn't. (laughs) Posted it for Jasmine and Justin. (laughs)
0: Exactly.
1: But yeah, I've been very irritable, but I also think that's also hormonal because um, I'm supposed to get the woman curse today. Oh. So I already have the hormones, just not the curse quite Damn.
0: yet. Damn the 21st.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's my Seriously, mom's favorite number. Gosh. Why today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I take oh, it back. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm mom. happy for your mom. <laughs> How, how's your mental health?
0: I'm okay today. I was, uh, we had a power outage earlier. Oh, nice. um, and then it was funny. So I forget that my laptop has its own power source. <laughs> so I was like, Oh no, the power's out. I'm not working anymore. Like I can't work. So then I texted my boss and then I was like, Oh dad, my computer's still on. Like I can access it. But then also I was like, Oh wait, but I don't have Wi-Fi." <laughs> so
1: it was oh, one gosh. of those
0: days where I was like, Oh no, I can't. Yes, I can. No, I can't. At the end of the day, I couldn't. And then Victor was like, why don't you use your hotspot on your phone? And I was like, shh, what's that? I don't know what that is. Let's not talk about that. (laughs) I only had an hour of work left. I'm not working. Yeah. So I didn't feel that bad. Uh, It's not even worth it. Um, But it's funny because the power went out and I was like, what happened? And then it came back on. I thought that the um, light bulb went out. And so I was like, oh no, the light bulb. And then Victor goes, we lost power. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I kind of like looked around like, but everything's on. <laughs> and he was like, it was just like real quick. And so I was like, okay. And then maybe five minutes later we lost power again. But again, it was for like a split second. And he received like email after email, like you're going to lose power in your area. We've restored power in your area. <laughs> like Back to back emails of yes and no's with power, and I was like, uh, you know what? I quit. Like I'm not gonna deal with this. I don't want to log on to my hotspot. Yeah. Like I'm just whatever. I'm not working. So the power stayed on after it came back, but I was gonna be really annoyed if it went out again. Like if I was. Well, yeah, especially while when I'm working. working, like, like focusing. No. Yeah. That would have really, really pissed me off. Little things like that really get to me. So no, I wasn't ready to deal with that. So I was like, no, let's go walk the dogs. So I went and I walked the dogs. Other than that, my day's been great. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't walk in into any spider webs? No, I would throw myself in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Trash. Spiders equal trash. (laughs) They are
1: scary. They're
0: not nice. No, There was one this morning in the bathroom. I went to grab um I went to grab the wipies and they were on the floor. So I was like, okay. So I moved the bag and right underneath the wipies there was a spider and I was like, oh no. (laughs) So then I was like, if I throw it back on the spider, will it stay? And so I threw it back to like trap the spider. It didn't work. He ran out of the bathroom. (laughs) I was like, No, I don't know where you're going.
1: That doesn't sound very efficient.
0: <laughs> no, I don't know where he ended up. I like ran out of the bathroom to like search for him and I looked left and right and everywhere and I couldn't find it. So there's a spider in my house and it didn't look like a nice spider. It didn't look like a deadly spider, uh,
1: but it I, also didn't look like a pretty spider. I don't spider. really mind. I don't really mind like daddy long leg spiders because I know those are pretty much harmless. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look, they look like pussies, you yeah. <laughs> know, but the ones that have like really fat bodies and yeah. oh, and short hairy legs. oh god <laughs> yeah yeah oh oh i hate those yeah. i don't know about them like i don't know if they're actually like poisonous or whatever but i just don't want him in my home <laughs> no Mm-mm. and that's kind of what it was it was like a little brown one i don't know if it was brown maybe it
0: wasn't it w- didn't look dangerous but it didn't look like i wanted him in my house it was like that big i
1: see yeah you guys can't see me but it was <laughs> mm, big <laughs> it's just it's yay big just imagine whatever your imaginary imagination interprets for the yay (laughs)
0: well all right well let's get started then because we have a job to do this is not all fun and uh conversation the laura and jasmine show yay (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. The episode starts uh, with Chandler freely walking into the girl's apartment. He immediately, oh, I didn't even uh, blah, 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 blah. rewind.
1: This is episode <laughs> rewind
0: 13. <laughs> oh dude. <laughs> so short, short, well, short-ish side note. Um, when I was younger, my mom would do something and then I would like do something like I'd hop onto the couch or whatever. And then she would be like, rewind. And then I would roll off the couch and walk backwards and up the stairs, like backwards. And then she would go play. And then I would walk back down the stairs and do the exact motion that I did the first time.
1: That's adorable.
0: That was my childhood. Anyways, (laughs) so this is episode 13. (laughs) The one with the boobies. I like boobies. Do you like boobies? (laughs) Me too. You know, I like boobies. (laughs) I do like boobies. (laughs) These aren't boobies. They're her breasts. Anyways, (laughs) okay, so the episode starts with Chandler freely walking into the girl's apartment. He immediately heads towards the fridge. Meanwhile, we catch a glimpse of Rachel in the bathroom mirror, and you can kind of see she's drying off, um, like from getting out the shower. Uh, When she walks out of the restroom, only her bottom half is covered. She then spots Chandler as he closes the door to the fridge and he sees Rachel's boobies. He tells Rachel that what she is using to cover herself isn't covering anything, and she storms off. Have you ever walked in on someone and caught a glimpse of them naked?
1: and or have someone walk in on you yes and yes but okay so (laughs) the first one man okay so i didn't walk in anywhere so i actually do not fault myself for this one actually yes i'm gonna tell you two stories so one i didn't walk in anywhere this was not my fault okay it was in this apartment complex we were Getting to our car. Um, so to get to our car, we have to pass by all these other apartments. Mm-hmm. Someone had their uh, like their bedroom window completely open. And these apartments, um, at least the ones that I've seen in here, they don't have a bathroom outside of their bedrooms. Like all the bedrooms in the apartments are basically master bedrooms. They all have bathrooms in them. So there's not like a powder room or anything. But anyway, so the only light that was on in the bedroom was the bathroom light. And the bathroom door was completely open. And that faces the window. So I'm walking out to our car and I literally just a split second turn to my left. And there is this full frontal naked man. (laughs) And we make eye contact. Oh, no. (laughs) And he realizes... What happened? <laughs> no, no, no. And I realized what happened, and then I feel like such an asshole. But then I realize that's not my fault. Like when I walk, I I look side to side just because that's just what people do. Like yeah, do do do. You know, just looking. Make sure there's no spiders anywhere. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this guy was just fully naked like I saw it all man Oh no. I saw it all and then and then Justin my boyfriend who was walking next to me he didn't notice anything because he just was looking forward mm-hmm. as he was walking and when we got to the car like I told him I was like oh no like I saw our neighbor <laughs> <naked>. <laughs> the other one is um, when I was living with my good friend, um, they were raised a little bit differently than I was and like, no shade. Okay. I, I was not raised in like a naked household. Like my parents were never naked in front of me ever, but they, like, she has told me that her family was like that. Um, but I never thought that it would be like a thing for me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, until I was living with them and I would leave the house to go to work at like seven in the morning, every morning. And um, her mom, my friend's mom would come over um, almost every day, actually. And uh, sometimes they would go to the beach or whatever. So one of those days that they planned on going to the beach, my friend's mom was changing in the living room as I was leaving (laughs) to go to work. And so I saw her, yeah, pretty much naked, Um, and I I got startled and like I got like like I was embarrassed, like because I didn't want her to be embarrassed, but like she wasn't faced by it at all, (laughs) like she didn't she didn't care at all, (laughs) so that was good, (laughs) but um, then I remember when i was going to work that morning thinking oh yeah she did she did tell me they used to be like an achy household so they don't really they don't really care like they have no shame about their bodies or whatever yeah. which is cool whatever but my family was not like that i was taught to be ashamed of my body from a very <laughs> early age and then when somebody walked in on me um it was when i was like 17 no maybe 16 i was a teenager and I was at my cousin's house and her stepson was at the time, if I was like 16, he must have been like 14 or 13. He's mm-hmm. so a little bit younger than me. But I was I was changing because I think we're going in their hot tub or whatever. So I went inside the bathroom and I noticed that the door wasn't locking, mm-hmm. but I was like, whatever, I'm going to be real quick. And so I didn't lock the door because it just wasn't locking for me. So I was changing. I was just in my panties when he like bust the door open <laughs> and it was the funniest thing. And like one memory that I'll never forget because, because he opened the door and literally did like a, like a look up and down for like two seconds. And then he was just stunned there, just staring at me for another like two seconds. And then he was like, ugh, ew. And then he closed the door. <laughs> And I remember telling my friend what happened. And then she was like, Man, maybe you jump started his puberty or whatever. And I was like, I don't think so. Because when I was like that age, I looked like a surfboard. But I don't know why he paused for so long. I think he was just in shock.
0: Probably <laughs> like he didn't know what to do.
1: <laughs> How funny. But have you ever walked in on someone or has someone walked in on you? So I feel like, yes, somebody has walked in on me, but I can't
0: recall. I also don't think I walked in on anybody that I can remember that I was traumatized by. Uh, I do know that one time my cousin and her mom were living with my mom and I for a while. Um, And so we were like, she's a couple years younger than me, like six six years or something um, younger than I am. And we were like little buddies and stuff and we would hang out all the time and whatever. And I, it was her and I were home alone and I was like, oh, I'm going to go take a shower. And she was like, okay. So I went and I took a shower and then I got out of the shower and I was just in my towel. And then, you know how like you open your towel to like adjust it and like make it tighter or whatever. I did that. (laughs) Like without even thinking, I was just like, I opened it and I fixed it. And she was like, (gasps) and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I was like, I wasn't even (laughs) thinking, like, I was just trying to like, I don't fucking know. And she was like oh no I'm traumatized I'm scarred I saw you naked and I was like it was for like a second it's not like I fucking hella exposed myself like imagine a peeping tom moment where like I opened up the trench coat and like closed it right and away. you're like
1: hey yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so she still brings that up from time to time
1: in front of people that's hilarious yeah. oh of course
0: Mm-hmm. but that's the only time i've exposed myself to anybody
1: look at you exposing yourself
0: i know that's terrible
1: <sighs> anyway let's move on <laughs> from the boobies we're now in the coffee shop where we meet roger which is phoebe's new boyfriend she tells him to go away so that they can talk about him in the same scene rachel moves over to see if the gang wants anything else and chandler starts to request uh one of those um It was like a pastry, I think, that he was trying to get. Mm -hmm. And Rachel cuts him off and tells him there are a lot of those um, because she's still upset with him about uh, the earlier boob incident. Ross questions uh, this and Chandler responds saying it was an accident and then says, I don't know why you're so embarrassed. They were nice boobies. And Rachel is offended that he thinks that they were only nice. (laughs) Has Has anyone ever complimented you, but you didn't think the compliment was good enough?
0: Yeah, I don't like it (laughs) because my (laughs) computer, I don't mind if like, oh, you're so pretty. And it's like, yeah, thanks. If it's like a regular day and like I'm dressed in my normal everyday attire. But if I'm wearing a dress or I dress up for an event or whatever, and I'm wearing heels, motherfucker better say I am beautiful or gorgeous. (laughs) Not pretty.
1: Pretty does not suffice. Yeah, pretty's every day. Come on.
0: Exactly. I it needs to be one up.
1: <laughs> Stunning.
0: <laughs> Radiant, vibrant. I don't know. Something else. Uh not pretty. But yeah, that's <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I also have that one. I think that's I don't know if it's just you and me that I conceded, or is that a normal one? Um <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm being super conceited today with this and then the Instagram comment. But uh, <laughs> because, I mean, my boyfriend tells me I'm pretty and he tells me I'm cute, you know, all the time. So, like, when I do bring it, you know, like you said, when I'm wearing a dress and do the makeup and the hair, when I take my time, like, you better appreciate and at least call me hot. Like, that's the, that's the base. Yes. But preferably, yeah, beautiful, gorgeous, Stunning. Um, I also did have one at work though. I was working on this presentation for work uh, because I was presenting this new like procedure that I was going to test out. And um, can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, you froze for a little bit. Oh. (laughs) So I was testing this out uh, with people but I've been working on it for like months. And so the day of the presentation, I was like so scared that people were not going to like it. But also I was like pretty proud of what I'd done. And so I presented about it. I showed everyone how it worked. Uh, everyone loved it. And then my boss was like, wow, you actually did an okay job. And I right. was immediately mad at the fact that, that he was like, oh, you actually did that. And then he said it was an okay job. Get out of here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no roger tells chandler he's really funny and states i wouldn't want to be there when the laughter stops meaning that chandler uses his humor as a defense mechanism and hits the nail on the head by identifying chandler's psychological traumas claiming its textbook has anyone told you who they think you are or why you act a certain way based on their first interaction with you
1: um yeah <laughs> So, but I don't know if it would be considered a first interaction. For me, it was. I think I've told you this story before, but there is this girl from my work that like didn't like me, totally hated me. And I had no idea why. Mm -hmm. And it's because I have RBF and I wasn't smiling and saying good morning to her or whatever. (laughs) So she went and actually complained to my boss that I was really mean to her, even though man this is gonna make me sound super mean but I had no idea who she was she literally just because I'd never said hi to her on the hallway or good morning and smiled or whatever she she was mad Mm -hmm. but when we were in the office and she kept just going on and on about me and we just could not agree like I thought it would be one of those things I was like oh hey you know what I'm really sorry girl um I didn't mean to make you feel offended I honestly like walk around with the RBF like most of the time or when I'm working I'm like really focused like I am really sorry if I offended you. I didn't mean to. And I thought she would be totally understanding, but she wasn't. She was like arguing with me about my intentions, like about me bullying her or whatever. And so because I got so frustrated and I hate this about myself, I started crying. Hmm. And that's when she looks at me and she's like, oh, so you're just one of those girls that when things aren't going her way, she just starts crying. Bitch. <laughs> And, oh, my God, Jasmine, I wanted to punch her so bad. I remember I looked at my boss, kind of, like, help me. <laughs> because it was my boss that she went to complain to. So her supervisor wasn't there. It was just my supervisor, that chick, and me. Uh-huh. And I don't even remember why her soup wasn't even there in the first place. But she wasn't there. So I was just kind of looking at my supervisor, like, dude, say something. What the fuck? <laughs> like, But I think at the end, I just kind of looked at her and I was like I guess we can agree to disagree because I wasn't trying to be mean to you and I feel like you're being mean to me right now (laughs) like what the fuck yeah my also mind you this was a woman like she was like in her early 40s easy probably older and she was arguing with me and at the time I think I was like 26, 27. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. I was so upset. And then I was so frustrated because that made me want to cry even more. But instead, I just left. <laughs> I was like, do we have anything else to say here? Because obviously, we're not agreeing. Like, I don't even know what to tell you. I can tell you good morning from now on if you want. Like, if that's going to change things. But I got things to do. I got to go. So I just left. Um, side note, the next morning, she, that woman, she came in with cake and flowers for me and I was so confused it was so bizarre um but I did not eat the cake because I was like this has poison for sure (laughs) um and then the flowers I mean I like flowers so I kept them but I that was so weird but has anyone ever made a comment like that to you or any assumptions like that about you? (laughs) so definitely the assumptions
0: um because i used to get in school because it was always like a, i i you were looking at me and you rolled your eyes and it was like no i don't even know who you are this is the first time i've ever seen your face and like you're in my face so like get out of my face um, <laughs> but no well there was that and then i have a friend who recently um a co-worker that we were kind of talking and she was like What's your sign? And I was like, Oh, I'm a Virgo. And she was like, I knew it. Yeah, you're such a Virgo. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> like I've read stuff about Virgos that I'm like, Oh yeah, that's me. Oh yeah, I'm like that. Oh yeah, blah blah blah. But then there's times where sometimes you see something and it's like, That's not me at all. This thing is tripping hella. But she was like, She was very into stuff like that, and so she was like, Yep, I totally knew blah blah blah. And I was like, Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> guess i am me thanks
1: (laughs) oh my goodness
0: but i think that's been it i don't think anybody's ever aside from thinking i was a bitch because i also have rbf um i don't think anybody's ever Yeah.
1: everyone always tells me that i thought you're such a bitch and i was like i'm sorry (laughs) sucks do suck (laughs) i can't help it but anyway moving on uh joey then walks in with his dad to the coffee shop and the dad starts saying hi to the gang and points out the fact that he doesn't know roger by saying i don't know this one and phoebe says it's her boyfriend joey's dad asks what happened to the puppet guy and joey kind of tries to stop him i think the puppet guy was probably maybe phoebe's ex and then mr serbiani joey's dad asks about ross's wife uh, and ross kind of pulls away and you can tell he clearly doesn't want to talk about carol And then Mr. Triviani, third strike, then tells Chandler, quick, say something funny. (laughs) And Chandler doesn't reply because of what just happened with Roger. So he doesn't feel like sharing any jokes. Have you, um, have your parents or friends ever embarrassed you in front of your friends by asking questions that are no longer relevant to a person's life, so to your life? No, my mom doesn't know a lot of my friends to be like, oh, and my mom's very private.
0: So like, you don't know about that woman's life. That lady could have like a terminal disease and I wouldn't find out until she died. Like that's how private Mm. she is. So, um, no, I can't imagine her doing that (laughs) to one of my friends. (laughs) What about your parents?
1: I want to say my mom did when I was a teenager, but I can't really think of any super specific instance. She does embarrass me though, behind my back. Like she says, she says things about me behind my back. Like we had an altercation. We had a, we had a little bit of a fight um, in August. So because of that, I, I blocked her on my phone for a while, um, but I unblocked her and, and we've been like talking here and there, but I have like a heart condition right now that I'm trying to get taken care of. And I had not told her about it, um, or at least I hadn't told her that it. it got worse and that they're thinking of minor surgery just because I don't want to deal with the stress of telling her because me and my sister have always noticed throughout our lives that when we are sick she gets really upset and it's understandable she's our mother but it's very like like we have to end up comforting her so much even though like it's happening to us um and she's and she's like one of those like oh god why me god why are you doing this to me like she says these things out loud in spanish you know yeah um and so i don't want to tell her because i don't want to deal with all all that and because the doctor specifically fucking told me avoid stress and any strong emotion um anger you know sadness even too much excitement avoid it yeah so I was like I'm not gonna tell my mom but someone in my family told her and so she calls me and she's asking me why I don't call her and I'm like oh man you know I don't call you right now because like I can't be stressed out (laughs) and then as soon as I said that she like exploded and she's like this is why I tell your family this is why I tell them that you're such a whore and I was like wait first of all that has nothing to do with what we were talking about (laughs) And second of all, I'm a whore. (laughs) And then she's like, yeah, I tell them that you go from man to man. Okay. And for starters, I've been in like three serious relationships. That's me going from man to man. Okay. Four, actually. Still, I'm 30. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, then I found out through my cousin that she was saying all these other things. cousin on the other side of the family Mm -hmm. so she doesn't not in front of me she's not like oh laura does this haha no it's behind me and then when she wants to piss me off then she tells me about it Mm. but yeah no not like that i'm pretty sure yeah when i was a teenager she did say stuff like that but yeah yeah, not anymore but the only reason it doesn't happen in front of me is because yeah we don't really see each other that often so i don't really give her the chance (laughs) probably better off that way yeah but I'm a whore. God damn it, Laura. <laughs> we then cut to Mr.
0: Triviani at the boys' apartment. And he's on the phone speaking sweetly to a woman. Joey grabs the phone because he thinks Mr. Triviani is talking to Mrs. Triviani, Joey's mom. This is how he finds out that his dad is cheating on his mom with another woman. Have you ever caught your parents or friends in a big lie? Not necessarily a cheating scandal.
1: Yeah, man. Um, so my whole life, my family was lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I I kind of suspected things because like my mom's not a big like a good liar yeah. but long story short is um, my sister is my mom's daughter but not my dad's biological daughter she was adopted by my dad um, before I was born so she is my dad's daughter just not biological but I had no idea um, when I was little but when I was a teenager I kept catching like glimpses of like my mom slipping and then finally I think I just straight up asked someone on my dad's side of the family and because I asked them directly like I I wasn't I didn't go up to them and I was like hey tell me whatever they're hiding from me no I asked them hey is my sister my dad's biological daughter and they said no and so I found out about that and then it was a big deal like my mom was super upset but I told her I mean I was gonna find out eventually yeah I, I would hope you know it's not like it makes me love my sister any less. But yeah, other than that, for sure, other scandals, uh, like, um, yeah, cheating, uh, for sure. The people have confided in me that they've cheated. But yeah, I mean, just life, you know? Yeah. I, I think I have, I've even gotten super weird, like, life stories from Uber drivers that I'll I'll never see again. And I think maybe that was the appeal that, you know, I'm never gonna see this chick again. So let me just tell her that I'm not actually sure who the baby daddy is of this kid, but I'm telling my husband it's his. Um, I think I just have one of those faces that's like, hey, let me tell you this big secret. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'll keep it. How how about you? Um, my mom
0: never. Well, actually, but it wasn't a lie though. It was like a lie by omission. Uh, I have an older brother that Mm -hmm. I found out about when I was like eight and the only reason I found out was because my aunt was mean to me (laughs) she's only two years older than me and somehow she knew about my brother and when we were I think I was like about eight she was salty with me about something and and so I don't know how she found out because she's only two years older than me but she found out that I had a brother and then one day and she was like did you know that you have a brother and I was like no I was like why are you lying so then I was like hey mom like is it true that I have a brother and she was so upset she's like who told you and i was like oh mm, nobody (laughs) and then i told her what had happened and she was like yes you have a brother but it wasn't like a lie she just didn't want to tell me because she didn't think that we were ever gonna find this kid
1: and i mean you were really little too Uh, i love you jorge (laughs) (laughs) hi jorge (laughs) Let's see. Joey then starts questioning his dad about the affair, and Mr. Triviani tries to make him feel better by reminding him of a fun childhood memory. Joey freaks out because he thinks that's when his dad has his dad has been cheating on his mom since he was about six years old. Uh, But Mr. Triviani tells him that he was just trying to remind him of a good moment in their past to make him feel better, so that Joey doesn't think he's a bad person. And I think that it comes up that they've only been dating for like five years. I think. Yes. And then he then asks Joey if he's ever been in love, and Joey. Tells him no to which mr Tribiani replies that he's in love with two women <laughs> oh boy um so this is gonna be a two-parter but has anyone ever tried distracting you with a happy memory before telling you bad news <laughs> i want to say yes
0: but i can't think of anything and the only person that would do that would be my mom not really i guess Maybe, like, in an argument, like, with a boyfriend where he's, like, remember, you know, all the good times we've had? Like, when you're breaking up with someone and they're trying to, like... Yeah,
1: yeah, hold on to anything.
0: (laughs) They're, like, trying to remind you of, like, the good old days and it's, like, yeah, but we don't...
1: Like, the the two good days that you had in that relationship? (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, all these great memories
0: and there's, like, two Facebook memories that pop up (laughs) occasionally. (laughs) I think that would be the extent
1: of anyone trying to distract me yeah I'd have to say same the only time that I feel like I've been distracted is when somebody's like I have good news and bad news let me give you the good news first and then they go in with the bad news yeah that's uh that's actually how they told me that my dad passed which now that I think about it was kind of fucked but yeah yeah it hasn't no one's ever really hit me with like a memory it's always just been like well (laughs) The good news is your dad is not in pain anymore. The bad news is, oh no. This is um Yeah, yeah. But no, other than that, no, not necessarily a memory. But uh, let's see. Number two. And have you ever been in love with two people at the same time?
0: I don't know about in love with two people. I've been infatuated with two people i definitely it well okay maybe it definitely took me a long time to get over my older son's dad and while i loved my husband when he was good to me i was still kind of like i would still think about my ex all the time so yeah i guess not now though
1: only one but right now you're right now right now you're in love with me and victor it's
0: true <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: That's exactly right. I have never been in love with two people at the same time. I've definitely been in lust with two, three, four people at the same time. But no, not in love. I Yeah, I can't think about any time where I was like, man, I'm really in love with these two people. But definitely, yeah, in lust. Like, in you know, when I'm in the talking stage and I'm like, I like both of these people. Which one should I bed? Just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> not which one should i which one was better <laughs> i mean i guess i'll never know because i i made my decision <laughs> oh no
0: we are not <laughs> <laughs> no one did <laughs> okay honestly moving on uh we then catch a the scene where joey is telling the gang about his dad and the mistress rachel starts to say something to make joey feel better but catches chandler staring at her breath Uh, She asks if he didn't get a good enough look and Ross interrupts by telling them they are all adults here and since he saw her boobies, he has to show uh, Rachel his baby. Do you agree with the tit for tat idea that Ross had?
1: In this instance, I think so. Normally I wouldn't because it was an accident, but Chandler was just so blatantly like looking at her breasts like continuously after he got like a glimpse of them naked. So if he kept doing that, then yeah, I would say, you know what? Yeah, tit for tat. But if it had just been an accident and nobody ever even talks about it, like, yeah, it's whatever. Let's just get over it. We're adults. But because they even involved everyone else in the fucking group, group then yeah everyone else gets to have a fucking say yeah <laughs> do you agree yeah
0: <laughs> definitely if, if they would have kept it to themselves then obviously no even if they had told everybody and he would have just been cool about it i would say no but since he was like because he was staring at her in that moment yeah
1: and sometimes i feel like he was almost bragging too so yeah i think so all oh, right <laughs> Phoebe and Roger show up and Chandler says, oh great, Roger's here. I think this is when they're at Monica's. And Ross tries to make the situation better by telling Chandler that yes, Uh, the guy got a little analytical but that's what he does that's his job it's not his fault Uh, but later we see roger and ross in the kitchen discussing why ross married a lesbian roger tries to tell ross that he ross purposely married a lesbian so that his marriage would fail ross doesn't understand why roger would think that and roger continues to explain that maybe it was low self-esteem or maybe it was to compensate for overshadowing a sibling hint hint at monica monica then cuts in and tells roger to expand on that sibling part and then Roger explains that maybe Ross wanted to fail at his marriage to make Monica feel better about her shortcomings or seem less of a failure in the eyes of the parents, and Ross gets upset and tells Roger that he does not feel guilty for Monica's failures. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is another two-parter uh, question, so since you have siblings, do you think that Roger and Roger's analysis is correct?
0: <laughs> so no. <laughs> Um, I have two sisters and I feel as though my, because I think Ross is the older one, right? Yeah. So I feel that I'm the screw up. Compared to my sisters, like, I got pregnant at 20, I got married at 21, I think, or 20, I was still 20. I got pregnant and married, and then divorced before the age of 30, (laughs) like, whatever. I barely went back to school, and they both graduated high school with honors, like, both went to college, both have their bachelor's. Like, they're both doing great, so no, I don't agree (laughs) with the analysis, because I'm the fuck up.
1: (laughs) And you? it's hard to hard to look at it objectively because I do have an older sister that is the the perfect specimen you know she she graduated college you know she's a lawyer she later you know got another degree in psychology she got married uh, to this handsome dude who was like is now a judge when she was 24 she has four kids you know she has like the Big house, um, so it's hard for me to look at it objectively because I'm I'm neither Ross nor Monica really. I don't feel like my sister's failures would make me look better in my mom's eyes because I already kind of made myself look really shitty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she already has that. She already has that perception of me um, because of how she feels that people should live their life. You know, they feel like you should go to school, you should get married, you have, you should have kids. And then that should be it. You know, I also got married at 20 and um, got divorced way before 30. I think I was like 22 when we got separated. So I, I think that I already messed that up like myself. So I don't think that anything that my sister would do maybe if she murdered someone maybe <laughs> maybe if she went to jail for some reason then I would look like the better person but even then like my mom would be like oh, your sister's in jail but you you're 30 and you don't have kids <laughs> but it could be true I mean I'm sure that subconsciously some people do things like that personally I don't think that it pertains to my situation but the second part of this question here is have you ever felt guilty for someone else's failures or felt someone should feel bad about yours no
0: well I've felt guilty for like good friends that have like certain particular failures because I feel like maybe I wasn't a good enough friend to get them through these certain things. I'm being very broad because I don't want to pinpoint anybody <laughs> if I'm just. <too> specific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's like situations that i'm like trying to give advice and then that they don't take it and obviously they don't have to um but at the end of the day the decisions that they continue to make make them unhappy and so then i'm like well fuck dude like i can fix you if you would just listen to me Because I know better, but I probably don't. But in some scenarios, like if you're on the outside looking in, you clearly see what they're missing because they're too close to the situation. And in that aspect, I feel like, yes, I feel guilty because I don't have the right words to make them realize that, like, why they are unhappy. And so they continue in their miserable scenario and it's like, well, fuck, dude, like... I'm sorry, and I feel bad, but also I can't fix you unless you want to be fixed so yes,
1: <laughs> and you yeah, I agree with you, and I think that I also have someone in my life that so her and I at the same time were making shit decisions, and it was a very similar situation. it was like um abusive, you know some emotional sliding into physical like in romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. And we would both, being in the same situation, we would both tell each other, hey, man, you got to get out. But when it came to ourselves, like, we wouldn't leave. Like, we would just tell the other one to to do the thing. And um, I finally left, even though, you know, some people say it doesn't count because the guy broke up with me. <laughs> but he did try to contact me again and I just completely blocked him away from my life. So I do consider myself someone that left that situation um, because I completely cut that person out of my life. But um, this friend that I have, it's been going on now six years and she's still in this situation and I have helped her get out um, because her situation is super, there were just certain things that kept her with that guy or at least in close proximity to him so that if even if they were to break up like he always found a way to crawl back in because of them being close physically in this other aspect of their life um and so I helped her physically move away from him um I helped her like give all his stuff back so she wouldn't have to depend on on the guy anymore I even got two of my guy friends involved to go she lives like two hours away for me like to go up there and just help her you know get her shit together yeah and she did and then she went back and it's it is really hard for me because I always look at a night teller dude like you remember when I was in this situation and you were trying to get me out like do you remember how frustrating it was for you that I still kept doing the same thing like I don't want to make this about me but I'm frustrated yeah <laughs> um and then I feel guilty because sometimes So I, I tend to be a very nurturing friend. Um, so even if you're doing something that is bad and I think is bad, like I won't straight up be like, bitch, wake up. You know, I'll just, I'll still tell you that what you did is wrong, but I'll do it like with a little bit of sugar, you know, but with her, there's been a couple of times where I've, I've just had the same speech over and over again that I'm just like, dude you're so stupid like i have told her that like i'm like you're so dumb why did you do that like why are you still doing that do you realize how this is affecting you and your potential future like you could be with someone else right now like but i have i've gone to my wits end gotten to my wits end and just called her yeah stupid you're dumb you're stupid and that's what i feel guilty about (laughs) and like because in the moment i was so passionate about it and i want to say that i was right it's just that my delivery was not effective. Because when I'm in a situation like that and people are telling me that I'm doing something wrong and that I'm stupid, that doesn't make me want to leave. That makes me want to be a contrarian with the person that's talking to me. So I know that that's not an effective way to communicate with someone in a situation like that. So that's, that's what I feel guilty about. I didn't necessarily feel guilty about her failures or anybody's failures, because ultimately people do what they want to do. But I did feel guilty about the way that I handled trying to negotiate with her to get out of this situation. Oh a bitch I know I'm the worst <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah no I definitely like, bro. like where you feel guilty because you said and it's like oh I shouldn't have been so rough on her yeah then, but it's
1: like at the same time you want to shake them yeah
0: I'm like wake the fuck up bro wasn't I just complaining to you about yeah. the exact same thing
1: yeah and you told me to leave so come on Ugh,
0: people are so frustrating
1: why can't they just do what we want I don't know if they just did what we wanted them to do, nobody would be in such a big trouble.
0: Everybody would be so happy.
1: <laughs>
0: For real. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we then cut to a scene where Roger is now counseling Rachel. He up and leaves while Rachel is in the middle of crying to him about, what was it? The Weeble Wobbles. The Wobbles on Yeah,
1: the Weebles.
0: <laughs> um... And then when Roger and Phoebe walk out, Monica and Ross agree that they hate that guy. Have you ever met someone who everyone hated? And after meeting them, you hated them too?
1: Yeah, um, there was a couple people, actually. And actually, (laughs) it was one of my exes. So I... I met this guy, and he made, like, the shittiest first impression, but I was like, ah, it's just an off thing. But then everyone was telling me, man, that guy's such a douche. Like, he's he looks like a douche, he talks, and then he's a douche. Um, yeah. But then this guy put the charm on me, and I was like, guys, no, he's really nice. And then we started dating, and he turned the charm off, and I was like, no, no, yeah, you're a douche, and I also hate you. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, like, I'm sure that it's happened before, but I can't really think of any other specifics. I try not to judge people based on the perceptions that other people have about them, because mm-hmm. I think that that's unfair. But yeah, Ugh, my current boyfriend's ex also. But anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> How about you?
0: Um, so I'm going to say yes there's for sure been people that like so and so said you know oh my god there's such they're such a bitch or you know whatever and then you meet them and then they start talking to you and you're like oh yeah they suck Um, (laughs) but never never necessarily taking their word for it like I also like to make my own decisions about people because sometimes people just have off days you know I know that I do for sure and I've probably been rude to a couple people in my life that they you know decided that I I was a bitch right off the bat mm. definitely with like co-workers and stuff like i hate it when people judge you day one and they haven't even spoken to you just by looks um so i try to give everybody i'm an equal opportunity friend i give everybody a chance to make a good impression or a first impression or a lasting impression um, and once it's too much to handle then it's just like oh yeah no they were so right about this person like clearly they're just stuck up or douchey or just rude in general or whatever so yeah I have had friends that like oh my god like that guy right there he's so annoying it's like oh is he I don't know and then you talk to them and it's like oh yeah you <laughs> sorry I didn't believe you um but I never take anybody's word for whatever they have to say
1: that's good. I think um, my dad once told me, and I think that this is right: is that first impressions are important, but they're not everything. And when he was telling me that, he was just kind of gave me the example of like, if you give someone a bad first impression, either because you're having a bad day or whatever, it's important because yeah, first impressions just kind of set the foundation for what you're gonna think about people, uh, whether you want to admit it or not. But they're not everything because even after that hiccup, um, that person can still think highly of you, um, even after that shitty first impression. So I, I try to live by that. I'm like, okay, maybe this person's having a bad day. I know that I've had bad days and I have been for sure been a bitch, even to people that I love. So I'm not even gonna judge this stranger that is being a little bit of an asshole right now. Yeah. But moving on, after all that jests, uh, Chandler and Joey walk out of the apartment and run into a woman who is sitting outside of their apartment and she says she's looking for Joey and Joey says hey I'm Joey um, and the lady says that she's looking for Joey senior and introduce herself as Ronnie. We figure out that she is a mistress, uh, and we find out that she's a taxidermist. While she's speaking to Chandler about many places that people want their animals in, Joey Sr. walks in and she tells him that he forgot his good hair and that she needs to go home. Mr. Tribbiani tells her he doesn't want her taking the train this late, um, and they mention going to a hotel, but Joey tells them that they will not be going to a hotel and that they're going to stay with Joey in separate bedrooms so that they can keep an eye on them because he doesn't want them to do stuff. <laughs> um, since she is the taxidermist, would you ever do that to your pets, have them stuffed? I would. <laughs> so I'd, Really? Oh my God, I don't.
0: I told Victor that I wanted um, tattoos of the pups' paw print. So we have two pups, little chewinis. And so he was like, oh, that's sweet. But when I think about it, it's like, oh, but I would want them forever. <laughs> so maybe like I don't think he would allow it but I maybe would like it'd be cute to have my hamster on my desk right now from many many years <laughs> ago um and you did you get your cat texture
1: no I couldn't I couldn't even look at him when he passed man that was so traumatizing by the way because as far as I knew he wasn't sick um then I just got home one day and he was just dead uh, and my other cat was trying to wake him up, very much like Simba is trying to wake up Mufasa. Oh my god, it was awful. No. Um, so I I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't look at them like that anymore. I would definitely get a tattoo of, like, paw prints or even their names. Even though I name all my pets people names, so it's probably going to look like I've had hella exes or have hella kids. Um, Because, you know, it'd be like James and Edward and Zoe. (laughs) Like. (laughs) but yeah i would do a tattoo um my boyfriend actually got me a locket that has a picture of my dad on one side and then my cat that passed away on the other side so so i would do things like that i know it was super sweet he got it for our first uh, year anniversary oh that's even sweeter um but i don't think i could ever have like no i just can't (laughs) i i try to wrap my head around it but i i couldn't okay if humans could be taxidermy, how would you? Want- oh. <laughs> how would I want to pose? Yeah. Hmm. I'd want to be doing like some like boss bitch pose, you know, like with like a tiara <laughs> and like bow down, bow bow down to me, bitches, you know. Or baking, you know, in my natural habitat. <laughs> with the whisk. <wisdom. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holding. <laughs> what would you be doing
0: i would definitely be sitting at some bar height table with a drink in my hand (laughs) yeah but got my cup like cheering everybody
1: (laughs) i can see that winking and there she is cheers (laughs) (laughs) oh i saw yeah i think i was on pinterest and
0: i i scrolled through like random hella random shit and i saw one time this lady like her request for when she died was that her friends do like a poker party like a poker game and so it's this mm-hmm. lady like posed at a poker table with like a cigarette in one hand and I think maybe a drink in the other one and she's got glasses on like sunglasses so that you can't see her dead eyes uh, and then her friends are like posing in these photos with this dead body because it's what the lady wanted. And they look like they're having fun. And I'm not sure it was very interesting <laughs> posing her at this table. But but I think back to that, and I'm like, yeah, that, that's true. How don't you want to go? Have, so everybody throw a party when I die, please. Do not mourn me. Celebrate with music. And put a drink in my hand, even if it's in my casket. Just saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just would never judge anyone about anything that they wanted to do after they passed because I already tend not to judge people while they're living so who am I to judge someone even after they're dead who is it going to affect no one um but I have seen something similar to what you just said there was this one guy who wanted to be post in his motorcycle yeah oh, uh-huh. And so they had him propped up on his bike. And then I think he actually got buried that way, oh. like with his motorcycle. And they had like this huge, like glass casket. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. Um, but at the very least, they did have him displayed in this, like, I think it was like a glass display casket of him, like riding his motorcycle. And a lot of people do things like that um, and I say, whatever helps you cope with death, you know?
0: Yeah. Dude, when I was... But... Super sad note. When I was younger, like in elementary school, I was obsessed with Egypt. I was definitely an Egyptian priestess in a past life because I was fascinated with Egypt. Everything about it. And I remember telling my mom, like, hey, when I die, can can I be mummified? But like the actual... <laughs> Tool where like they pull out your heart and weigh it and then put it in the little what are they called I can't even think of what they're like called the jars yeah and like do all of that and she just kind of looked at me like no <laughs> I was like I want to be a <laughs> I Was like no <laughs> but I'm an Egyptian I'm trying to
1: think <laughs> I don't think I've ever had any desires like that about my death I think because I have an advanced directive, and it asks you on there, like, what do you want to do, you know, like, or what would you prefer? And I think I wrote something like, (laughs) that I believe celebrations for the dead are for the living uh, to cope with whoever died so whatever (laughs) like i think i just put like who who has the last say in it because i wouldn't want people to be fighting about no she was catholic no she was mormon you know like so i just kind of gave someone like the last say in in whatever they chose like someone that i trust but no not for me i do ask people sometimes and just because i have this morbid curiosity about what would you want people to do with you and i think that i i just find that interesting about people uh it it's usually not very well received because, uh, surprise, uh, people don't like to take a, think about their own deaths. Hey, I don't either. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think when you ask someone something like that, it, it is telling a little bit about their personality depending on what they answer. Yeah,
0: agreed. Okay, enough of this death stuff.
1: <laughs> yes, please.
0: You throw a party though when I die. <laughs> so Joey tells his dad that either he breaks up with the girlfriend or he comes clean with his mom. Uh, we then cut to a scene where Joey and Chandler are sharing the sofa bed. And Joey says he can't sleep in his underwear. And Chandler's like, well, you're gonna, cause there's no way you're sleeping naked, right? Um, and so this is another two parts. Would you want your parents to come clean or what would your suggestion be if you found out that one of your parents was cheating?
1: I would want them to come clean for sure. But I don't know exactly how much I would meddle to be honest with you. I definitely wouldn't be the one to tell my parent. Um, man, that's a tricky one because like if my dad were still alive and I found out that he was ch- cheating on my mom, like I feel like that would also be a betrayal like to the entire family. And so I would feel like I have some kind of right to make sense of this betrayal or make him correct it. But also, it's a romantic relationship. So, yeah, I have no idea how I would handle it, but I would want him to come clean. How about you? I think
0: that I, I don't think I would say anything if I caught them like Joey did. I think I would let them know like, Hey, I found out about this. Like, that's not cool. Um, but I am a very, um, kind of like a they are their own people so make them make let them make their own decisions unless you're asking me for advice i try to not get put in mention sense um and regardless of the fact that they're my parents i think i would just leave it alone and be like hey i know so like if i found out they'll find out so just be careful if you're not trying to get caught but also if it ever comes out i don't know nothing like don't throw me under the bus because you don't
1: involve me yeah
0: like it's none of my business this is your guys' relationship you handle it you know whatever i have had friends that tell me they're cheating and then use me as a scapegoat like oh i'm gonna go visit so and so or, oh, I was at the store with blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hey, man, don't use me for your advantage. Because then if they call my phone, if they come by to like, I don't know, surprise you for some reason, or they want to come hang out too, because you said we were having such a good time. Like, that's not cool that you're putting me in a position where I now have to lie for you as well. So like, don't tell me. And if you're gonna tell me, don't use me. That's, not, I'm, I'm not okay with that. So yeah, I think at the end of the day, two each is own And even if they were my parents I wouldn't I feel like if you make them say something you're choosing a side and I wouldn't want to be in the middle of that so like I would just leave it alone I'm probably wrong don't hate me
1: (laughs) (laughs) no this is opinions no one's wrong
0: um and then the second part was how do you sleep naked jammy both
1: (laughs) I mean it depends on my mood to be honest so if I'm gonna be just completely open here I would definitely at least sleep naked if I weren't for a couple of factors here. The couple of factors being my cat and my dog uh, because they like to go under the covers and I don't want to be naked with an animal right next to my treasure chest. So I have jammies and actually I fucking love pajamas. I have like slips. I have matching jammies like top and bottom. I have shorts and t-shirts. I got all kinds of shit um, because I do do love pajamas. I suffer from chronic insomnia and it is due to my anxiety and in part due to like my heart problems. So to make the nighttime less anxiety inducing for me, I do have certain rituals that I have. So in the nighttime, I go and I wash my face. I make myself what I call a sleepy drink, which is golden milk. It's like a turmeric latte. And then I pick out the jammies for the night and then I hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) how do you sleep mine
0: also depends on where my pets are if my pets and my kids are not home because I always feel like my kids are old enough so they're never gonna like cry out for me in the middle of the night they're teenagers so that's not my concern my concern is like if there's a natural disaster and they're home like I clearly need to have clothes on right if it were not for my children and my pets I would sleep nude I'm very comfortable sleeping nude I prefer though if I'm gonna wear jammies I prefer sweatpants or leggings, sweatpants, (laughs) I prefer sweatpants, and like a tank top. I'm not one for the huge t-shirt situation, but then also, or like just a t-shirt, not a giant t-shirt, like a fitted t-shirt, because sometimes I don't like to shave my armpits and a tank top requires shaved armpits. Shaving. (laughs) And sometimes I don't want to do that um, because it's unnecessary and right now it's winter and I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, that's not gross, by the way, whoever said it. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Who said ew? Get out of here. Wrong podcast.
0: <laughs> but yeah, if I had no kids and I had no pets, I would definitely be running out of the house naked in case of earthquake. <laughs>
1: I'm sure your neighbors would love that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey starts to question himself and the path that he set it towards since he likes dating multiple women at the same time. Chandler makes him feel better and tells him that he won't be like his dad. Uh, The next morning, Ronnie knocks on the girls' door and asks to use their shower since Chandler is using theirs. Rachel then gets the bright idea to sneak in on Chandler to see his thing in the shower. She ends up walking in on Joey in the shower. Uh, Chandler runs out of his bedroom, happy that Rachel didn't catch him in the shower to see his thing. And later, Phoebe mentions Roger is having a dinner party and invites the whole gang. And they respond negatively and tell Phoebe that they hate that guy. Have you ever been invited to something that you didn't feel like attending because of a certain party guest yes (laughs) so my
0: luckily it doesn't happen anymore with my ex his sister's in-law i didn't like them and they didn't like me so i hated going to his brother's houses like i don't want to go these bitches i can't send these bitches but i would go and i would put on my fake smile and my happy face and oh my god yeah everything's great look at us we're friends
1: and you uh yeah it's been a while honestly because when i was a teenager i would definitely try to avoid places where someone that i didn't like was gonna be Uh, um but as i grew into my psychopath ways if someone that i don't like is going to be there i want to be there (laughs) (laughs) i want to be there and i want to make them uncomfortable um no that sounds fucked um It depends on the situation, but no, I don't really, I don't really go out of my way. Like if I really, really want to go to this event and someone that I don't like is going to be there, I'm just like, well, it sucks. Like I'll just have to avoid them or just say hi real quick and then move on. But yeah, I actually think of this one instance where there was this one guy at church, can't remember his fucking name. And I used to have this huge crush on him, (laughs) but he was such a douche. I think he was like 19 at the time and I was like 17 Um, and he was going to be at this one church event and I just didn't like him and he had rejected me many times. because I hadn't had my glow up yet. Um, And I just didn't want to see him. So I legitimately, I faked a fall down the stairs. Oh my God. With my mom. But in the process of faking this fall, I'll actually, I actually actually did fall and I sprained my ankle. Oh, no. Uh, and then I was like, oh, I guess I can't go to the church dance or whatever the fuck this event was. And she was like, I love it. Everyone's waiting for you. And I was like, yeah, dude, but I, it hurts. And it did. It did hurt because I did myself dirty. Uh, but that's the only time where I was just ready to move heaven and earth to not go to there for, because this person was going to be there because I did want to be there myself. And then you know what the fucked up thing was? Is that he didn't even go. Oh. So I missed out and I had to go to urgent care. (laughs) So we then cut to a scene where Joey's mom stops by to visit Joey and she
0: scolds him for making his dad come clean. She states that she knew about his infidelity, that his dad is no James Bond. Because gave her ridiculous excuses to why he wasn't coming home. Um, And then she says that he used to be so grouchy before, but since he started cheating, it's almost like uh, he felt really guilty about it and so he was nicer and more attentive and did all the things that she liked. If that were the case and you knew your partner was cheating, would you allow it to continue?
1: Right now, with the way I look and how young I still am, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would not. Um I feel like I'd be like, okay, well, you do you. Goodbye. If I was like 50 and I just didn't want to go through the trouble of finding somebody else and I didn't want to be alone and we had all this property together. Oh god. And I really didn't care. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really care. I I would probably allow it to continue, but I would also cheat. That part. Because we're going to be even. <laughs> Damn. what about you
0: i feel like it would depend on the other woman for me like
1: if she's uglier
0: like I felt like she was hotter <laughs> no but i've heard like okay so <laughs> so my thought process is hot bitches know how to fuck right because like they've got the body for it and blah blah, blah. maybe they don't i've heard that some chicks just fucking lie there and they don't know what they're doing and it's their- true jesus fucking christ so that i would kind of have to like well i wouldn't ask about the sex by any means but if i found out she was prettier than me i would probably want to break up like fuck that this bitch if i felt she was prettier than me but i think if it was kind of like and eh, we could come to like an understanding where yes now we are in an open relationship then let's do that but there's no way that you're gonna be cheating on me and i'm just gonna let it happen it's gonna be yeah
1: no that's never gonna happen
0: It's going to be a two-way street or this road is closed.
1: Sorry. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. (laughs) Man, I side note, I follow this thruple on Instagram. So it's like a dude and two women. And I find their life fascinating. Because sometimes I want to say that I'd be open to something like that. But then other times I'm like, no, I know myself. I know that I can't. I'd be too jealous. At one point or another, I'd be jealous over something petty, but I think that that's cool that people can love in a variety of different ways.
0: Yes,
1: I agree. But moving on, let's see. Where am I? (laughs) In 2020, Joey apologizes for ruining mom's perfect marriage and tells his mom that he was only doing what he thought was right and what his mom would want, have wanted him to do. She asks if he'd seen the other woman and Joey tells her that she, his mom, is 10 times prettier than the other woman. And then the mom asks if she can take her, uh, as in, can she kick her ass? And Jerry lets her know that she could definitely beat out the mistress, especially with those rings she wore. <laughs> now we see Jerry's mom asking all these questions about the other woman. Would you want to know about the other woman? Like, let's say you did find out that you were being cheated on and then you were okay with it for some reason. Would you still want to know about that woman?
0: So, kind of. <laughs> I, like I said, I would definitely want to know if she was prettier than me because she better not be. Although like, it's funny because to think that like a man would cheat with someone less than maybe makes me feel worse about myself. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she better be prettier, but also, yeah, I want to know, can I beat this bitch's ass? Because if it comes down to it, if it comes to that, yeah, you get on my nerves. I need to know that I can take this hell. So yeah, I would definitely want to know about
1: the other woman. Would you want to know? Fuck yeah. I want to know her social. Yeah, I would want to know. My curiosity would definitely get the best of me. I actually have been in a, in a relationship where I found out that they were cheating on me. And um, it was super unhealthy. But while we were still trying to figure out if we were still going to work out, because supposedly he wasn't going to cheat anymore. Insert laughing track here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> thank you i was super obsessed with this chick i definitely stalked her instagram because i could not wrap my head around the fact that i felt like i was such a good partner and granted i have my floss and back then i had even more floss than i have now but i just felt like i gave this guy my everything and I just wanted to know what was the reason that you threw my trust away uh and so yeah, I looked up this chick i I'm not even gonna lie to you like i I was so fucking involved in this situation that it was like sickening and and then him and I broke up, okay, and every now and then I'm like, "I wonder what this bitch is doing." <laughs> And it's so terrible because sometimes I even feel like I know her and girl, she probably has no idea who the fuck I am. But you know, maybe she does because I heard that she knew that he was in a relationship, but I also don't know what exactly he told her. So I don't know. She probably thinks I'm a bitch that I wasn't making her man happy, you know, how it goes. But yeah, I definitely want to know (laughs) in conclusion.
0: So I have a short story. <laughs> when I was dating my older son's dad, I found text messages from this chick. And so I took her number and I texted her and I was like, hey, like you're with my man and he, you know, like whatever, whatever. And she was like, well, he says that you guys are not together, that he's just messing around with you. And I was like, send me your photo. <laughs> and she was like, I'm not gonna send you a picture of myself. And I didn't have a Facebook. So I like, I wouldn't have known how to stalk her and Instagram wasn't a thing, and whatever. Well, at least not in my life. And so, um, so it was kind of left at that. And then in March, I think, yeah, yeah, in March for my son's birthday, we went out to eat for my son's birthday. And my uh, ex actually found one for the first time ever. And my kid is 14. And we went to dinner and I asked him like, Oh, are you dating anybody? And he was like, no. And I was like, you never went back to that one chick. And he was like, no. And he's like, I never cheated on you with her. And I was like, Yes, you fucking did, first of all. And then he goes, go. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah? And he goes, Yeah, she didn't age well. She does not look good anymore. And I was like, ha ha, bitch.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: He said that she got chunky and like all this stuff. And I was like, Cool. <laughs> that makes me happy. Fuck this bitch. Thanks for letting me know. Thanks for the update. <laughs> oh, okay. We're almost done here. (laughs) So later we're we're at the cafe with Roger and Phoebe and Phoebe confesses to him that her friends do not like him. Phoebe tries to make him feel better by telling him that the gang just doesn't know how wonderful he is and they think he's intense and creepy but she doesn't feel that way about him. Roger gets upset and starts to badmouth the gang uh, and Phoebe, have you ever told someone your friends didn't like them and have them react differently towards you even though you made it clear you didn't feel that way?
1: Yeah. Uh, So the same ex. (laughs) Um, I feel like he's a guest in this podcast episode. But anyway, uh, yeah, all my friends hated him because yeah, he was a douche. Um, He would only be nice if he like needed to manipulate someone. And he did have a few friends that as far as I know, have never seen that side of him, of him. Being like manipulative and shady and just plain rude, but to everyone that had seen it, like they all hated him. And so every time that I went out with like my friends, like my really close friends, I'd become like a, oh, you need to break up with him. Like he's a bad man. And to their credit, like they were right. Um, if I'm willingly in this relationship and I don't plan on breaking up with this dude, who wants to go out with their friends just bath mouthing their partner the entire time? I d- I don't want to do that. Um, so because of that, I stopped hanging out with a lot of my friends and I remember my ex one time asked me why I didn't hang out with them and I was like dude because everybody hates you (laughs) yeah everybody hates you and they keep bad-mouthing you and I just don't want to hear it anymore and yeah he got mad at me and I was like what are you getting mad at me for I'm being honest and I don't spend time with them anymore because of it it's not like I'm I'm telling you and then I'm going to hang out with them again no, like I stopped hanging out with them because of that. But yeah, he got like super mad. And then when we were breaking up, like the last time, he was like, Don't you wish you would have listened to your friends? And I was like, Yeah, dude, I wish I would have listened to my friends. Everybody fucking told me. Everybody told me um that you were like this. I don't know why I didn't, but yeah, así es la vida. <laughs> <laughs> Lord <love>, Rosa <sir. laughs> I did. <do. laughs> So after that scene, uh, we go back to Monica and Rachel's apartment where the gang is hanging out and Joey's telling everyone about how he spoke to his parents and they all decided to go back to how things were before Joey made his dad confess. Uh, So Joey's dad will continue cheating and his mom will continue to pretend that she doesn't know about the cheating. And then Phoebe walks in and tells the gang uh, that she broke up with Roger. And when they asked her what happened, she says he's a good person that she thinks that he's right for her, but she just hates that guy. (laughs) Have you ever broken up with someone that you felt was was right for you but you just oh I hate that guy or maybe he was annoying to you
0: no I've broken up with guys that I felt were right for me (laughs) and broke up with them anyways just because I I don't know because (laughs) so I'm not shallow but I have shallow moments and those things come up when you're thinking about people and so it was like ew this guy farted in front of me like he's great but no this isn't gonna work or like in high school, like, so cute. But yesterday he didn't brush his teeth. Like you could tell there was all the fuzzy stuff on his teeth. Like I can't date somebody who doesn't brush their teeth. I didn't date all the hot guys. Like I've dated regular guys. So, you know, they. I've dated some not so cute guys. And, but it was because their personalities were amazing. But then they would have like another flaw. And it's like, oh dude, like I already put up with the fact that you're not cute. And you do this? No, sorry. So it's never. Oh
1: yeah. I hate
0: yeah. guys it's always
1: been because there's that and and you yeah I've never broken up with someone that felt was right for me but I also hated I did I have definitely broken up with people that were right for me but it almost doesn't make sense if I say it this way I felt like they would be a great match for me but I didn't think that I was right for them or at least good enough for them And I don't mean to put myself down when I say that, but I just wasn't at the stage that they were were at. Um, Like I've met dudes that when I was like 22, 23, they were like ready to get married and have kids. And I just, I just wasn't in that moment. Um, And then I've even when I was like 28, right before I met my current boyfriend, Justin, I was talking to this guy and he checked all my boxes. And he was cute, and I think I told you even once like i I liked him and I thought he was cute, but i i didn't I didn't think it was gonna work out, so I was trying to scare him off like i would I would dress like the Adams family when we would go out to like eat and stuff and, and talk did. about like gross things with him, yeah, and he would just find me more interesting. <laughs> (laughs) um but i just didn't it wasn't anything about the guy like i actually was like attracted to him he he was super outgoing um he had his shit together um he was a little bit older but not by a lot you know nothing that would bother me and we we had similar cultures like he wasn't mexican but he was from like a spanish-speaking country Uh, he was like from south america and and i just wasn't ready (laughs) like I wasn't ready a and then also I just felt like he needed someone a little bit more like him like I felt like I felt like in the moment he thought I was like really cute and like really interesting but I could tell that he was one of those people that wants to go out like every weekend and I'm not like that and I know that that gets frustrating for the probably for both partners um if one of them wants to go out all the time and the other one wants to stay home most of the time like it probably gets frustrating if your girlfriend doesn't want to go with you to places she's nodding really aggressively guys <laughs> um and so there were just a lot of things that i was like you know what this guy there's nothing wrong with him he's actually really cute i think that we could vibe it, it wasn't that we could never make it work but it would be work you know and like i don't want to put him through that and i didn't want to go through that either but I didn't hate him. I've never really like hated uh, anyone that hasn't like wronged me a lot. I don't know. I'm, I'm ranting, but yeah, no. (laughs) We
0: end the episode. Sorry guys. We end the episode with the friends still trying to catch a glimpse of each other. Wait, what? Oh yeah. The peepees everyone's trying to (laughs) I'm over here Uh, Joey thinks he's walking in on Rachel but he actually walks in on Monica and then Monica thinks she's walking in on Joey but actually walks in on Joey Senior and he's like hey darling like he's so unembarrassed and
1: that's how the show ends and yay we're done we're done and just for reference like so we've tried to record this multiple fucking times since last Monday (laughs) like and it's been like you know scheduling or we both forget Yesterday we had technical difficulties. It's just been an ordeal, but we did it. Yay. We did it. (laughs) So so please appreciate. (laughs) We hope that you liked it. We hope you appreciate the
0: boobies.
1: (laughs) Yes. I've seen Jasmine's boobies, just in case anyone's wondering. I've
0: also seen Laura's boobies. We are very um equal in our relationship. (laughs) It's true.
1: Do you share boobies? Although I'm pretty sure when I got out of the shower, I was naked this last time
0: scaring but also we did do a photo we did a sexy photo shoot
1: uh and we oh that's right to each other, so. eh. all right check out our only fans i'm just kidding <laughs> all right and with that good night guys good night <laughs>